Hey everyone, and welcome back to another installment of the Weekly Catch-Up Podcast. We're back to our normal routine of actually fulfilling the podcast name and putting out a new update on our lives each week. This week's episode is debuting on Tuesday, May the 4th, 2021, pun intended. And this is our 69th episode since the podcast's debut on September 28th of 2019. You remember back then? Way back. It's what people are now calling pre-COVID. I'm your host, Carson Gibbons. And as always, I'm joined by my good friend, Mr. B-Rad Colvin. That'd be me. So it's uh, May the 4th be with you, and it's our 69th episode. Mercy. (laughs) (laughs) What are we getting into today, bud? (laughs) Yeah, seriously. What galaxies will we explore? (laughs) (laughs) That was good. That was good. Uh, I I have a hard time. uh, Well, I'm already launching into the podcast here. Um, How are you? I'm fine. (laughs) You seem real chill. I'm, you know. (laughs) No, I don't. (laughs) Just just, uh, taking on a new persona of just chilling. Wow. Just vibing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what, is, what is there to worry about, you know? What did you say that you trade stocks on? Like, not data, just vibes. Just vibes, bro. <laughs> vibes only. Yeah. It's done, served me well so far. Yeah. What a I week. Mean, yeah, you're learning uh, the trademark of every investor. It's like gut check feeling. All right, we're doing it. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm anxious to hear all about your investments and alter egos and everything else in store. So let's get it. It's the weekly catch up with Carson and Brad. Here to talk about the week we done had. It could be sports, religion, politics. We keeping the tabs. You would think they work for Gucci, how they deep in their bag. Get your facts up. On Wednesday, we'll be counting the stats up. So turn the volume up till it's maxed up. You know the drill. So tell a friend to tell a friend to relax up and chill. We back up. This is the weekly catch up. I find myself having a hard time like getting into I miss the closet. You know, like <laughs> remember having to crawl into the closet when we first started recording like one of us had to go in single file first cuz the chairs were already set up and you know the mics were like docked to my underwear drawer shelf or whatever. I, I know we're big time now. Well, no, but it's um now that we just we've totally abandoned the pod, we're just like screw <laughs> it, we'll do it in the den. Hardwoods and all, um, but there's since we just do it out here, it's so comfy, right? So mm-hmm. it's like this like train of consciousness yeah. or whatever. But it's hard to break away from the other things that you were doing or the other things that are at your fingertips. Like sometimes we have the TV on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we were just in there, thigh to thigh. Yeah, eye to eye. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't actually look at each other. Yeah, we, we were sitting side by side. Yeah. Yeah. Side by side we stand. Mm-hmm. Awaiting God's command. Absolutely. <laughs> Episode sixty nine. Yeah. Wow. What should we do? Well, I have a long list here. You know, and uh, there's a staple in those papers, dude. Yeah, you What's had going on. Well, you had tweeted out earlier, um, what should we talk about this episode? Wrong answers only. <laughs> yeah. And I said the birds and the bees. Yeah. You know, with it being this episode and um but then i said literally yeah so i have 
over 100 facts about birds and over 100 facts about bees. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. What? Um, <laughs> Wait, what? The practice of beekeeping dates back at least 4,500 years. I mean. Can we just talk about sex? <laughs> talk about the birds and the bees. I don't want to hear these random facts. What are you? T- oh, you yeah, want me to move on to birds? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, you got to get to know your feathered friends. Maybe they'll appreciate you more. So you really printed off all of these facts from where? Where do you think, man? Birdsandbees.com? I don't know. I did it separately. Oh, bees.com and birds.com? <laughs> yeah, more or less. <laughs> um, the longest feathers ever seen were on a chicken in Japan. Its tail feathers measured 34.7 feet long. And what kind of bird was it? Uh, a chicken. A chicken that was 34 foot long? I mean, the feather was. Goodness gracious. <laughs> That's insane, it's right? quite the mullet. Yeah. Um, a bird's lungs are much more complicated and efficient and take up more space than those of mammals, such as humans. So their lungs are better. They can chase you down. A human's lungs compose of about uh, 120th of its body, but a bird's takes up about one-fifth. <gasps> yeah. So whenever we have some lull, you know, we rarely ever do have any lulls throughout the episode. But if we do, I'm just going to refer back to my notes and just from time to time, drop a little fact in a little a little nugget, you know? Okay, so what's next on the list? Buzz, buzz. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right. We're already running out of material. I'm intrigued. Um, um, uh, Bee venom is used as a treatment for several ailments, including arthritis and high blood pressure. Okay. Yeah. So I could just eat like doo-doo and then just go out and get myself stung by a bunch of bees and i'd be all good (laughs) um yeah hey it's worth a try right Uh uh-huh i mean i'm not gonna do it but if one of the tots wants to in order to make a pound of honey a hive of bees must fly fifty-five thousand miles get out of town wild fifty-five thousand. yeah for a, a a pound or a, a gallon? Pound, a pound, a pound of honey. Oh my goodness! That, yeah, They're putting in miles, dude. They, they don't call them sitting up like lazy bees. <laughs> <laughs> that was oh, your you, dumbest comment. You like uh, that? That's frustrating. Worker. They don't call them lazy bees. <laughs> bees, bro. What's up? What's on your notes? It's like you've never met a lazy ant or bee in fabled, always moving. fabled uh, stories. It's yeah. always like, you know, the grasshopper was just doing whatever, yeah. you know, messing Be- around. Being attacked by three birds or a thousand bees. Buddy, I've been attacked by three birds and more. Yeah, at the same time. At the same time? Yeah. Uh, three birds. Over the thousand bees? I mean, can I duck inside? <laughs> Stuff. You have to run a half mile <laughs> from either. <laughs> oh man, oh, what kind of birds are they? Um, just your neck of the woods. Uh, I don't know. Just like a chirping bird. <laughs> we we can we can just say we can start off at pigeon. You know, I'm gonna go with birds probably in that yeah. situation because bees will envelop me and they'll get you. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll sting me up good, yeah. head to toe. Birds are going to go at my head. I can cover. I've had to cover my head and run <laughs> hightail back into my apartment or a local retail establishment to seek shelter before. So, yeah, in this scenario, like you already know one of your foes. Like you, you've survived the bird attacks, and you're like, I could do it again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like and that's ne- where I thought your head bird, might be at. Next bird, fool me once. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that next bird's going to die. That's is right. all I'm saying. 
I remember it. that I, mean, I went back and listened to that one graphic episode where i was talking about how i would like rip the bird up in the street <laughs> and, like yeah i was like goodness gracious what <laughs> happened that day must have lost a deal or something <laughs> like i don't care i'll gouge its eyes out <laughs> you know it's just one of those days right <laughs> Oh man, I've been thinking about that. I've seen some low swooping birds lately, but no nobody's been attacked in my hood. Good. So the nests must be under control. Love it. Love it. Um, how was your week? It's been a, a blur, dude. It's been very busy. Yeah. Um, last week we recorded on Tuesday mm-hmm. and that freed me up. I had like it felt like my first week of professional um like TE like travel mm-hmm. and entertainment with clients, with coworkers, all of that. What are you laughing at? Nothing. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> what you laughing at? Um, my brain registered it as TNA. Let's move TNA, on. TNA, episode move on. 69. Um, anyway, it was some t some client t <laughs> and uh, we uh, on Wednesday, we had an optional Dallas happy hour for all of our Dallas people uh, mm-hmm. for Appreciate, which is you know only a portion of the company at this point. We've got folks in... Indiana, uh, Atlanta, um, LA, Silicon Valley, like San Francisco, Denver, Dallas, all over the place, Lake, Lake Tahoe. And, um, so we do have a cluster of folks here in Dallas. And so we had a new marketing person starting uh, shout out to Claire, our new marketing up, associate at, uh, appreciate, um, comes to us by way of SMU here in Dallas hey. and very cool addition to the marketing team. And so we had a happy hour because we had several new people that we hadn't physically met IRL. And um, so it was awesome. We had six of our folks out in Dallas come out to the happy hour and um, got a team photo and got to meet each other, have a couple drinks. And it was amazing how much, you know, if we'd been on appreciate social together for a sustained amount of time, like you felt like you knew each other. Um, you were really just sizing each other up for height more than anything. Um so anyway, got to meet them, got to hang out. Wednesday was great. Uh, Thursday had uh, CEO happy hour. I yeah. sent out a meeting invitation to my CEO and another CEO that I've looked up to over the years. Um, they wanted to meet based off of their uh, shared interest in Appreciate Social. And so I, I put together a meeting invitation, just labeled it two CEOs plus Carson with a <laughs> tropical drink emoji. And uh, so we all went over to drinks in Victory Park and it was um that 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 process was really wild and i don't know that i should divulge too much but to see to be a fly on that wall which is exactly what i was you know i used to go to the original ceo to kind of get a new one torn for me on my pitch deck or my go to market my sales spiel for my last startup or another idea i was having he was kind of one of those realistic gut checks that you know would really just put me in my place and you've thought about this wrong go back peel the onion and my current CEO is obviously that way. And so to see the, to almost see the power dynamic shift um, where you just see varying levels of um, change the world mindedness. And um, it's difficult to speculate on because you know either one of them could listen to this episode, um, but it was just interesting to watch them spar and have like a basically it was a proctored conversation. Yeah. So it was really a real treat for me to get to see this exchange go down where, you know, they share their ideas about their respective companies. And uh, there was the pragmatic approach to fundraising and management and mm-hmm. these different things. And then also just 
like general reflections on the space. And like, you know, it was interesting to see guys who have ideas and can execute them at high levels, um, comment on each other's ideas yeah. and how it, it, it could revert to feeling very personal for a moment. Like, mm -hmm. oh my goodness, we're talking about his baby right now, but then we're also talking objectively about this big blue sky space, you know? Um, and it was just wild because at one point my CEO commented on the other CEO's startup ideas being very interesting. And, you know, I'd like to carve out time to think about X, Y, or Z. And the original CEO had thanked him for saying that it was interesting. Mm -hmm. And it's just interesting when you start dealing with a certain caliber of human that you pitch them something. And when they say, I'd like to spend some more time thinking about that, you know, that, that brain power, that time is worth money and they, they have a track record of proving that. So to see, to see that, that flirtation, that business courtship over, you know, shared intellectual property or mind share was just, it was fascinating. Yeah. It sounds incredible. Super happy. You got to witness that. Me too. It was uh, really rewarding. And, um, so that was the second night. And then the third night had more outings and Sierra came to town and, yeah, uh, didn't ha catch up with her until I guess Saturday morning, but um, we had a, a whole day full of parties on Saturday. Mm -hmm. uh, shout out to uh, Emily Valdez, graduating Texas uh, A&M Commerce, I believe. Whoop. She got her uh, leadership degree, and now she's slated for big promotions and big things with, um, I think her ex existing outfit. So let's go, Em. She's just been rocking and rolling the last couple years, and taking names so we we got a party barge out on lake Louisville uh with her and only had probably about 15 20 people come out it was kind of a, a more overcast day but we enjoyed tooling around out in the, the lake and mm -hmm. they'd hired tony's tacos to cater everything so like they put a, a grill on the very back of this pontoon boat and had it manned and literally served like the greatest street tacos you've ever had i think mm -hmm. i had eight that's um, awesome. So, you know, never took my shirt off, ate, ate tacos, <laughs> you know, typical lake day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Love that. Love that for you. So uh, that was fun. Uh, Grizz and Sierra Ubered over to my spot and we all went over to the lake together and then I dropped them back off because we all had to get ready. Uh, we went over to Henry's Majestic for John Seal's 35th birthday. Yes, sir. That's like. I guess 40s over the hill, but 35s over the hill. Nah, he's still Old young. Man. Old man. He's still young, killing the game. Yo, I can't even begin to tell you the level of service that we did not get at Henry's Majestic. <laughs> like, it oh, was no. just a cluster. Um, they just didn't even want to wait on us. I don't know if they got the impression that it was going to be like a four top and then four more people showed up, but mm -hmm. we had the reservation that we had and. I remember at one point this uh, this cocktail girl comes over to the edge of the table the furthest from me. It's like a long picnic table. So we're talking like it's probably 12, 15 feet, okay. you know, between me and her. And uh, somebody had grabbed her and said, hey, the guys at the very end of the table want to order. And so she just looked at us and she's like, go. And like <laughs> wanted us to shout our orders like over the table. Yeah. And I just was like, no, like I'm not going to do it. Like come over here. Yeah. They they just were like not collaborative from the get. Did they go over there? Uh, they they finally came over there and they served us all out of order. Sierra got her entree. She ordered it ten minutes late. It was delivered forty five minutes early. All of our food came. 
think some of it was still frozen. I was the only person that ate the meal <laughs> to the point that like they comped everything and, but we abused that. We had so many different people on one side of the table. Like boy, we had at one point, you know, the cocktail girl was like explaining herself to two people in the party. The mm -hmm. manager was explaining himself to somebody else. And, uh, they ended up comping everything. And I don't know, at the very end, the waitress was like, what do you want me to like? I'm done. Like yeah. I, I throw in the towel. Like, I'd never seen them just like give up, <laughs> but they wouldn't take any of your plates. Like we, we had appetizers and they wouldn't take mm -hmm. any of that away, but then they bust food early that was still being eaten in the entree section. Oh, it reminds yeah, me of this time that we were out with checkers who was cocktail and waitress for a long mm -hmm. time. Um, I'll never forget being out with her. And we just had this stack of plates and like stuff that was encumbering our social experience assorted on this table and she finally got the waiter's attention he comes over and she just looks at the table and she goes um and i could see her trying to gather like what would the first priority with this mm -hmm. table be and then she finally just kind of like with her hands going in a circular <laughs> motion just said could we just get like some basic table maintenance at this point <laughs> and i was like that's the only way to say that's it great. like you know yeah so uh. it was my tab was 10 bucks. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh, everybody got comped. Uh, the best thing by far were Sarah's whiskey cupcakes that she brought from home. Mm. Um, otherwise, it was a wild experience. Like, it was really contentious, honestly, at certain <laughs> points, like, as weird yeah. as that is to say. Well, well, I'm glad you got to be amongst great company. Um, I'm sure it was as good a company as as bad as the service was if, if that makes sense totally and I, that's what i said in the moment i was like this is going to be a story you know i had yeah. a burger which you couldn't screw up and they didn't so Good. i i ate <laughs> fine <laughs> not even pregnant just eating good <laughs> word um i i bailed early dude i had to go home and go to bed because yeah. i was just feeling it i'd been out late the night before i'd been going all day and Sierra had a flight out at 2 or 3 p.m. from DFW, mm -hmm. so she was trying to do brunch at 10 a.m., and so they'd sent out a group Girl, that's text. A, that's a breakfast. <laughs> they'd sent out a group text, and uh, I'm on the boat, and Shelly's like, you have to like text back to the group express, expressing your uh, approval over this idea, and I wouldn't do it, and she was getting all <laughs> mad at me. She's like, express your you know, desire to go. And so I finally like text back. I'm like, um, you know, I was like, this is breakfast y'all. So I'll be seeing y'all for breakfast if it's at 10 AM. <laughs> and I did. And you did. Well, that's good. And I'm glad you got to see Sierra shout out. Hope she made it back safely. She did. Good. Yeah. Good. She wasn't feeling too hot, but she did. <laughs> we got the text when she finally got back home. Awesome. Um, unfortunately, Paul couldn't come out, but. Sounds like we're going to golf and pool party with them and do all sorts of fun stuff when we go out to Palm Springs in mid-October, early October for her nuptials. That's what's up. It's going to be a wild time. Looking forward to that. Love it. In other news, it looks like we're going to like a Tiesto pool day club party in Vegas for Michael's bachelor. Awesome. And it leads us to your bachelor. Yeah. Last time I saw you, I said, uh, where are we having it? And you said, uh, where'd you say Chili's? I probably said like or, Chuck E. Cheese or, or something. Or you said Top Golf or something. I said, no, no, no. <laughs> what city, what market are we having this in? 
boy, I'm chilling. I don't need I don't need anything crazy. All right. Well, I'm not asking what you need. I'm asking what you're going to get. <laughs> well, <laughs> you can't ask what I'm going to get if you're going to do it anyway. All right. <laughs> I need to know when you're free to get you to get what you're going to get. <laughs> well, um tomorrow we're actually going to meet with our friends who own the wedding venue that we'd like to book and talk dates. So I might be able to let you know uh sometime soon when the bachelor stuff can go down right on that's right i just need a fire pit my buddies and a good speaker (laughs) (laughs) you said speaker yeah (laughs) sounds good yeah we'll we'll play our favorite songs have some marshmallows (laughs) tell some campfire stories all right two guys do a sleeping bag (laughs) (laughs) i get the king mattress it's my weekend (laughs) uh dude I didn't mention this yet, but uh, I think it was right after we went off the air last time, Aspen Williams was born. Yes. Finally. Congratulations. And Chloe uh, had their their first child. Gorgeous, beautiful girl. Beautiful. I, I told them I FaceTime with them a day or two later, and I was like, dude, when you spend more time in the oven, you don't come out looking like an alien creature. <laughs> like, that baby wasn't wrinkly or purple or mm-hmm. lopsided. Like... It was like a full month old baby. Like, yeah, like they're they're already doing like the baby pictures because you could already do them. Like the baby <laughs> looks great. Yep. Normal skin tone, like really apparently um, like just collaborative, not not cross, not fussy, mm-hmm. um, really content. Sounds like they've just had a different experience because it she, seems like it. She legit told me that I think she was home within mere hours of having the child, no issues whatsoever. Wow. Um, by the next day I saw her like up and about no big deal. Everything was fine. It it just, the baby looked great. She looked great. They were just kind of, uh, in awe. They're kind of in that reverent moment where it's like, Oh wow. That's insane. What is this? Like, this is crazy. This is life changing. You know, women are incredible. Yeah. Shout out. The whole, the whole thing is incredible. Yeah. It's got to be incredible when you, I mean, like I said, Heston's like, what, 35, 36, 37 at this point. So he's uh, typically known for his deep dives anyway. So mm-hmm. to kind of unpack the, the mindset or mind frame or like what is happening, like what, what am I witnessing right now uh, for something this monumental, you know, yeah. it's crazy. They're going to be great parents. Oh, yeah. Already are. Mm-hmm. Got that right. Uh, so, yeah, shout out to them. I thought that was ironic because we'd signed off saying, come, <laughs> get up. out of her. <laughs> 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 How about them birds and bees, though? <laughs> All right. Um, the honeybee is the official insect of Maine. Oh, dude, this one. This one I found kind of crazy. So honey was found in King Tut's tomb. And because it never spoils, it was still good. <laughs> I like the way you do that. You're like, and That's, now you know the rest of the story. Yeah, the more you know. The more you know. <laughs> you remember when we did that about Brian Cranston's hooker? <laughs> do you remember uh, that Black Mirror episode where those bees were like lodging in your ear? Yeah. The electronic bees? Yeah, not a fan. How freaky was that? Not a fan. 
been watching uh world's most wanted criminals docuseries on netflix yeah and it like the way that they reenact slash you know top topographical video uh video from the day of like mm -hmm. uh officer lapel cam whatever um you know they document el chapo el mayo mm -hmm. um the guy that funded the uh radio station like the fox news of 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 kenya rwanda or it's rwanda the fox news of rwanda was a radio station started by this financier successful businessman that ended up importing like a million machetes and activated the genocide of 800,000 rwandans in one month what yeah like how do you go from being a mixed population to to the point where they literally genocided like almost a million people as i understand it in the course of like a month or several months wow with machetes that like entire villages burning and destroyed uh, and okay so give me the lowdown on this show so whenever it says most wanted is that does that mean like it goes like was this man in hiding after all this? He's went on down? the lam, yeah. Wait, still? Yes. Oh no, How? he actually got. Well, I don't want to ruin it, but most of the people, Spoiler yes, alert. are still on the lam. They're still okay. on the run. Yeah. Right now, I'm watching the the White Widow, mm -hmm. uh, the white jihadi girl. That I'm still in the middle of the episode, but she's been somehow all of her husbands or boyfriends or men around her end up suicide bombing themselves in you know i think the london train was the first one um the second one was like some sort of disco tech club mm -hmm. uh, somewhere else in the world and uh she's at the center of all of this and it, it's an interesting series yeah wow that's, you know that's my main bread and butter is like the whodunit yeah you know conspiracy or like docuseries and netflix always has like one of those that pops up every couple weeks or so not every couple of weeks, because I felt no. like I was, uh, at first I felt like I was settling for this one. I was like, oh, World Most Wanted, like, <laughs> you know, those can get real hokey, mm -hmm. you know? It's like alien flicks or docuseries. And then they stretch it, like if it's a series about one person, they'll stretch it out to like 10 episodes when it could have been done in three. This one doesn't do that. Okay. It's like a new scenario each episode. Good. Like I watched the one with the, I think we might have talked about it, but the girl that was in the elevator that disappeared oh yeah yeah yeah. they stretched that one out far too long the uh the thing about this one you might actually think the opposite and think oh they could do a deeper docuseries mm -hmm. dive on each of these incidents because i was struck by you know the original incident or the preface to the incident that they would be documenting with video in the docuseries would be in 1989 and then the actual coup or uprising or terrorist bombing or whatever might be in 1994 mm. and then they'd fast forward to 1999 like and then did, yeah. 2010, 2015. Don't just rush over that. So it was like 30 years worth of data and occurrings, mm -hmm. incidents. Uh, and it was incredible. It was like, oh, wow, I'm getting served up in like a 50 minute time frame, like a 40 year story unfolding. Yeah. Okay. So like I'm going to check that out. Yeah. It's like a, a high level. But mm -hmm. um, if you liked uh, like uh dirty money um yeah, yeah, yeah the narcos one what's the one where they like actually go in with the cartels and i don't know uh drugs that's what it's called just drugs, drugs. okay drugs inc it's apt that it is 
Um, in the Hittite Empire, which is now modern-day Turkey and Syria, a swarm's value was equal to that of a sheep, and the penalty for bee thieving was a fine of six shekels of silver. For beef eating? Um, bee thieving. Bee thieving. I think you said bee thieving. <laughs> I think if we run this back, I said it just fine. Run it back. Bee thieving. Yeah, bee thieving. Beef thieving. Yeah. I can't wait to listen <laughs> to this back. Uh, all right. I do one about a bird. <laughs> one about a bird. You're, you're all about the bees, I can tell. Well, it's like, how, don't we already know a lot about birds? I don't know. I haven't, even, know re- I haven't even read this list, to be honest. We don't know diddly. Um, <laughs> the Australian pelican has the longest bill of any bird in the world. It is nearly two feet in length. The sword-billed hummingbird with its 3.9-inch bill is the only bird with a bill that's longer than its body. Well, let's take a break while everybody Googles sword-billed hummingbird. Yeah. Whoa. That sounds dope. I can just picture it like splashing all the, you know, flowers off of the feeder or whatever. Yeah. Hey, you'll like this. Cats kill billions of birds per year in the continental U.S. alone. Between 1.4 billion and 3.7 billion birds are killed by cats annually. Yo, shout out cats. Let's get the numbers up, though. <laughs> it's not enough. <laughs> we'll give you uh, imes or whatever y'all want, but get them numbers up. I'm thinking 6.5 billion birds this year. How about it? Yo, did you know there's only one bird with nostrils? It's called the kiwi. <laughs> Those placement. <laughs> Sorry, this placement helps it sniff for food, such as worms and insects on the ground. It often snorts to clear its nostrils. Uh, that bird's doing, doing the booger mm-hmm. sugar. Mm-hmm. Uh, all other birds don't have nostrils? I guess not. If we're going off of Google. Are they just mouth breathers or what? Yeah. They, <laughs> they just got to open their beak. Okay. What what has gotten into you today? You're like so nothing, just Xanax. I'm like, what's going on? I, I took nothing. I took nothing. I'm high on life. Okay. Listen, I got this week, next week, and then it's finals week. And then I'm done teaching. Um and then I begin my master's classes in June. And uh so we're just kind of winding down. We, we know what a strain those are on you. <laughs> well, it's gonna be different this year. The first week is online, the next uh, and this okay, so last summer it was stretched out because we were all online. But this summer it's going to be like uh, four weeks, three or four weeks, and so very condensed. So I feel like I'm going to be a lot more busy just in those few weeks. Yeah, yeah, going to be crazy. Going to be crazy. <laughs> going to have stuff every day for like four weeks. Every day. What you want to talk about, man? Man. <laughs> um. I got a couple things that I'd like to get into. Um, let's shift our mindsets. Is that all you want to report from your week? No more about the house or? Oh, I mean, well, you didn't really ask me about my week. You haven't you haven't posted anything on the house, have you? No. Why is that again? Because of the conference. Yeah, you know how it is. Um. Yeah, this past weekend went to Gavin and Janet's uh, wedding. It I was saw incredible. that. Saw a lot, saw a lot of old college friends like Lee. Uh, Daniel Estepinion, um, and then, I don't know, there, there was a lot of people that I just hadn't seen I in years. I saw Noella was out there? Oh, yeah, Noella. Mm-hmm. I don't think all y'all had been in the same room for many years, Dude, I, I feel like. Yeah, I haven't seen them in years. 
at least at least five. Um, what Dawson? I saw yeah. the part where you guys were like all hoisting him over your oh heads my, and dude, is there still a bump on my nose or on my forehead? Um, I hadn't noticed anything. Okay, well, we were all lifting Gavin, and our boy Alec was right beside me. And every time we'd come down with Gavin, his watch kept hitting my forehead <laughs> and my nose and like scraping me. And we did it like 10 times. <laughs> I'm like, please, no. Um, well, why did you just move your face? Because <laughs> Gavin could have fallen if I moved. I don't well, know. That's how much you love Gavin that you're willing to take Alex watch to your head yeah, 10 dude, times. It was crazy. I had to sit down after. Looked like a beautiful occasion, though. Shout out to them. It I, was. I, I love congratulated them so much. him on the old Graham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was great. Um, just spending time with old friends and um, hanging out with Gavin's parents. I hadn't seen them uh, in some time. And yeah, it was just very nice. That's what's up. Yeah. I love a good wedding, especially mm -hmm. one like that where it's more of a reunion than anything. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was really our weekend. Yes. What's today? Tuesday? Yeah, the past two days have been pretty chill. Um, Tomorrow, like I said, going to go talk uh, potential wedding dates. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Right on, dude. We'll keep us updated on the wedding venue situation, potential dates. Always. Potential availability for that fire ring, that fire pit that you were asking for. That's right. That's a right. Bunch of, bunch of bros. Mm-hmm. Bunch of bros and bags. You know it. Sleeping bags. Gonna be listening to T.I. and Tim McGraw all weekend. T.I. and Tim McGraw, I like that. Yeah. It takes me back mm -hmm. to my dirty South days. That's right. <laughs> Paul Wall, baby. Mm, break him off real bad. <laughs> Man, I still listen to that. I remember cruising around in my F-150 and break him off was mm -hmm. the hit. And uh, just rolling up. Mm. Yeah. Those are good old days. It's amazing to see, like, I don't know how, but I think on Facebook from back in the day, I'm still, I, I don't actively update anything with Facebook, including mm -hmm. who I follow or like. And I, I think I'd get served up like Baby Bash. I think I followed <laughs> him back in the day. And like, you know, still out there kicking. He's like, look, I'm in the studio with mommy type deal. Like, you know, he's still partying. Like he's getting likes. Like, I don't know how they're remaining uh, like in the red. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or I guess in the black. I don't know either. Which one's I guess bad? I guess often this uh, red is bad. Oh, I don't know how they're remaining in the black. Like, how are they? I, I get that you somebody might pay Paul Wall ten thousand dollars for a appearance. I guess I'm thinking more about Baby Bash. Like Baby Bash might get the lower appearance fee. I feel like Paul Wall. I mean, still command more. I've I, I at least like like he has a city, so he is like beloved in Houston, right? So I'm sure he makes tons of money going out there and doing events. Baby Bash. Maybe like, I guess I'm more familiar with Paul Wall because we're from Texas. But like, I don't know where Baby Bash is H -Town. from. H Town is he? Pretty positive, yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, I don't know then. Maybe my theory is busted, but I I just feel like Paul Wall is more of an icon in Houston. <laughs> it's Paul Wall, baby. Paul Wall, baby. I'm the <laughs> definition of player. <laughs> my skills is so ill. I might cause a cold front if I take a deep <laughs> breath. Man, he's good. Yeah, he's awesome. Shout out to Paul Wall. We'll Word. text you later, buddy. Yeah, we got you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Got to get him on the pod. I just exposed uh, Michael to Russ for the first time this week. I sent him Stockholm Dude, Syndrome. Yes. He's like, all right, all right. 
Russ, yeah, that whole EP was crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, J. Cole announced today, new album next week. Oh, snap. Yeah, super excited. The Real is back. The Ville is back. That's a B-Red rapper right there. Cole World, Cole Life. I like some of his stuff. Yeah, he's great. He he gets to the depth that you really enjoy. Yes. Yeah. Well, well, how do you characterize the way that I like rap, like him versus you? What you were like? You don't like like thoughtful rap. <laughs> I was like, yeah, <laughs> you know, you like dumb rap. <laughs> That's not very nice. Get stupid. <laughs> Yo, we were sitting in uh, Cancun watching all the, like, Mexican videos or music videos. Like, the way that they mash them up and do all this stuff is so next level. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. We were sitting there talking about Lil John, And I was like, you know what? I was like, what's crazy to think is that Lil John is already a generational icon phenomenon. Like, he's already a lifetime parody person. Like, yeah. I-, I told Michael, I said, he's going to be in a-, a freaking Geico ad in the next six months. I guarantee you. Like, <laughs> His first hits were like back in early 2000s, something like that. So it's been 20 years. And no sooner had I said that than they played, not in sequence, not in chronology, but um, or consecutively, but interspersed throughout the next 15 songs, six Little John tracks. Wow. Or features. You called it. And I was like, see? But yeah, he had an incredible run there for a little while. When you think about the licensing from like some of those those songs, mm-hmm. like that just pervaded all of culture, where they were like on Sprint commercials and, yeah. um, you know, videos and movies and. Yep. Yeah. I missed that era. I saw something where T Pain and uh, Jamie Fox got together. Based off of some yes. so, would have been circumstance. Yeah, T Pain just discovered that there's another like notification in your DMs for people that you don't follow. And so he opened it up and just saw like a bunch of celebrities that have been wanting to collab with him. And uh yeah, so he instantly uh hooked up with Jamie Foxx first and they were in the studio together. This had to have been on Instagram then because Yes. I recently had the same re- revelation. Mm-hmm. I like looked over in my DMs and I saw rooms and then I saw requests <laughs> and I was like, huh, what are these requests? Yeah. And it's like, oh, these people that want to DM you <laughs> that just don't follow you. And I'm like, oh, snap. Yeah. <laughs> you get it. I had people trying to collab <laughs> with me, too, is all I'm saying. <laughs> did you did you fly out and meet up with them? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> any how, those, how those notes going over any hoozle <laughs> all right well the heaviest bird of prey is the, and- <laughs> is the andean condor it can weigh up to 27 pounds <laughs> i love how you just thought i don't have to bring anything besides these 200 facts and somehow i'll wing it hey listen if anything it's educational okay so you may not have wanted this information but you're leaving away that's a tosh line <laughs> you, you you may not like the show but at least you can leave and say hey i learned something that's right <laughs> absolutely oh i love his style of humor when he comes out on that special and he goes uh is there anything worse than the poor <laughs> <laughs> like who else says that has he had anything recently i don't feel like it they make it sound like he's so filthy rich. 
Um, I'm sure Tosh.0 was like constantly played on. Yeah, how many, how many episodes of that is there? It's got to be tons. Did you see uh, there was a picture going around for MTV and how much they play the show Ridiculousness with Rob Dyrdek? <laughs> they like play it 24-7. I can picture that pie chart and it's like the one little sliver is anything else because yeah. I think that's all they play. They'll play like one movie and then right back at it with Chanel West Coast. Crazy. So he's got to be rich too. Where are they playing Jersey Shore reruns nowadays or all the new Jersey Shore franchise stuff? Reunion? MTV2? I don't know. How is ridiculousness reruns bumping like Jersey Shore family reunion and things like that? I I think I think Jersey Shore is more niche these days. I don't I think ridiculousness what? like like everybody wants to watch fail videos. Okay? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I think the party GTL, I think that might like episodes and episodes of that. Was that just a different time? Did we have fewer housewives back then? I mean, it was an interesting time for sure. Like we had LMFAO as like the biggest party group out there singing and getting us dancing and shuffling. And yeah, they, they, they <laughs> slow down. <laughs> <laughs> Take a breath. My eyes are like spazzing <laughs> as I do that. <laughs> <laughs> uncross your eyes <laughs> okay put my helmet on okay now we can pod strap in okay yeah i know you're excited buddy <laughs> but 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 they played party rock anthem in the club in mm-hmm. cancun how could they not about lost my marbles yeah it was like they'd put on return of the mac which they did next mm. yeah between lmfao and kesha that was like uh, yeah yo she nasty i went to in Baltimore, they have this uh, pier, Pier Six, I think it was. Okay, and it's basically Jexa on the water, like okay. lawn concept, all of that. I've seen some cool acts out there. I didn't actually pay to go see Kesha, mm-hmm. but you could actually see you could see into the venue. Yeah, um, from like just I guess the courtyards mm-hmm. um, around the pier and all that. And I'll never forget the Kesha concert. She had two inflatable legs hoisted up in the air in either direction that formed the perimeter of her stage and then she performed in the middle of them mm-hmm. so it's like she was like legs up and high heels yeah <laughs> like, yeah i mean she's had interviews she's like yeah that's not really who i am but i know it sells so like, what okay. was what was the resolution with that dude that supposedly managed think, and assaulted I think, her i think she won out and she got out of her contract if i believe and maybe some jeez some, maybe some money I, I can't remember though to be honest well, we are, we're just not gonna fact check ish this week. Nah. Um, I guess like we, she had a whole song that that talked about her finally being free from it and everything. Goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Um. No further comment on any of that. But anyway, my point is LMFAO, uh, Kesha, Jersey Shore. Like those are all in the same vein. You get what I'm saying, dude? Was she 10, 12 years ago already? Yeah. Oh my goodness. 2009 ish. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Yo, when 2009 was like 11 years ago. <laughs> yeah. You know what's crazy is that it's the 20 year reunion of 9 11. Oh. Like kids going to college, kids smoking, mm-hmm. kids drinking, shouldn't be, but enlisting in the military to go fight for their country, they don't have the consciousness of day of hearing the screams of people falling from those towers yeah yeah my students weren't alive uh during that time they like they don't understand the 
I don't know. It reminds me of that scene from The Goods where that guy's like trying to sell those those people a used car on the car lot. And he's like, now, come on, sweetheart. I fought in the big war. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the same mindset where how do you explain the behavior of generations past and like mm-hmm. with present day knowledge, you know? Yeah. Like they don't get the gravity of it because no. they weren't around. Well, it's like, I mean, even thinking back to George W.'s legacy with all of that, like. You know, that was just 20 years ago, and, like, he's back in the social good graces, but um, a lot of people think is, like, a war criminal in certain ways. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I digress. LMFAO, Kesha, it's crazy <laughs> that they started so long ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just wild. It, it's wild to see people that you perceived as just a slightly older peer during your formative years. Mm-hmm. Now you're looking at them, and they're, like, older. You know, like the sports stars that you grew up on, they're walking with a limp nowadays. You know, they got gray in their beard. Yep. Some of them have not weathered the storm well at all. No. Or they're hosting now. Like they're no longer playing, you know, they're. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty wild. The NFL draft was this weekend. Yeah. Um, People seem to, like they were frustrated with the Cowboys at first, but I think overall. Uh, I think we've picked up some defensive players that that should help us. <laughs> Who was we'll the see. team? Was it the Lions with the GM and everybody was just like going crazy when they Maybe. got their pick? They were like so excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just see these guys like, in like suits like, yeah. Like, <laughs> it looks like they just scored a touchdown. They're like yeah, doing the like, dirty settle down. <laughs> you ain't going to make it. <laughs> yeah. And then Aaron Rodgers uh, is disgruntled with the Packers and is trying to leave. Oh, I didn't hear about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because they keep trying to draft more quarterbacks. And he's like... Out, he won't I, take he, the hint. He wants to be out of there, yeah. Well, he's won one or two. Uh, I want to say one, but I could be wrong. At a certain point, you can have the most beautiful arm in the world, but, you know, Tom Brady's still going to win the Super Bowl that year. You <laughs> yeah, know, like... If he's still in the league. You know, I, that's how I feel. Like, Russell Wilson is a little different. He's won two at a mm-hmm. minimum. Um, but Aaron Rodgers, with all that talent, it's like, how did yeah, they never get he's a got sc- the one? And it was forever ago, right? Um, 2011? Yeah, so 10 years ago. Dang, it really was that long? <laughs> we yeah. are strolling down memory he, lane He today. won the one in our stadium. Remember 2011? Yes, we had the Cowboys first. stadium. Mm-hmm. It was the unveil, and it was the ice storm that weekend. Yeah. I was... Uh, I came to Dallas. I remember thinking back then, I was like, we got to be in Dallas this weekend, man. (laughs) Like, you could just feel the energy. Like, I miss those days. Raw, visceral excitement. We've just been chasing that feeling ever since. (laughs) Like, give it to me. (laughs) Unleash the bees. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, um, speaking of things that have come to an end after a 20-year run. Oh. It's not been a good run for Seattle billionaires and their wives as oh. of late. Um, this last one I feel like is more obvious. Like you could see why Bezos's new girl wants to be with him because he's mm-hmm. still with it. He's still powerful and like physically powerful mm-hmm. and a maverick. Bill Gates is like slowly descending into the Stephen Hawking type character. Yo, I you get that vibe? That's, that's the exact comparison that's who i I think of yes and but he's like 
shrill and annoying on top of it. You better do this. Like I don't listen to him, so I don't know. I don't know. I know he's a genius, you know, business tycoon of blah, our time. Blah, blah, blah. You know, like, uh, <laughs> insert Wikipedia here. Yeah, but what here. else did you do? Um, well, he, he's given half of it to yeah, charity. He's been a, distributing I'm being facetious. Uh, a crap ton of money through the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So I don't know if it's just going to be like the Bill Foundation and the Melinda <laughs> yeah. Foundation now. but <laughs> You're going to split the foundation too? I sent my mom a meme today of it showed a... Mackenzie and Melinda. Mm-hmm. Ironic that their names are both like that, but uh, it was like Bill and Bezos. Bill and Bezos, yeah. Wow. Um, but it was uh, Mackenzie and Melinda side by side, and it was like the two mo- foremost Silicon Valley early stage investors <laughs> <laughs> getting their returns. And she was like, "Oh, I don't like that. Like they they had partnerships and." I was like, they did, mm-hmm. you know, they did good things and like they climbed to their peak yeah. and now the partnership is over. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that it wasn't a good partnership while it lasted. Yeah. But I'm not sure what's up with Melinda. I doubt that Bill has the beautiful side piece that uh, Bezos had. I doubt it. Biggest settlement of all time, huh? You bet. It's the biggest split. Um, well, Mackenzie, like they settled. I thought she got somewhere in the neighborhood of like $72 billion worth of assets. Oh, that's it? Yeah. But that was a very, that one seemed very what, what, acrimonious, what would the word be? Like, um, uh, were both parties amicable? Yeah, yeah, okay, amicable. Uh, it seems like that kind of situation. I'm mm-hmm. not sure what Bill and Melinda's situation is. Yeah. I saw his tweet and just kind of read. I was like, okay, boilerplate language from a PR agency. Mm-hmm. On yeah, on they both on. put out the same exact statement. Okay. Yeah super rehearsed right it's odd that you know it's like have you just been trying to vaccinate everybody because you're about to be dating again (laughs) like what's going on you know like it's weird that he's been so in the public eye as of late over the last several years Mm. and then this this happens yeah we need to tell all yeah give us a 60 minutes or something you know you want leslie Stahl or you want that chantelle girl from (laughs) 90 day to proctor let's do that (laughs) (laughs) I feel like she'd get to the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. So, money doesn't buy happiness. Well, not collectively, I guess. Yeah. Maybe individually, which or maybe know, it provided enough doesn't. happiness to where they didn't need each other. You, in some ways, it's incredible that it lasted twenty-seven years, at least publicly. Mm-hmm. Um, when you are the most critical, discerning, knowledgeable, you know intellect having person in the known universe how do you remain with any of us mere mortals mm. yeah. let's say that she's maybe that sounds sexist maybe i'll do another scenario here let's say that they're intellectual peers it's even worse mm-hmm. when you think about it like they both know how to solve the world create billions of dollars in market cap and distribute vaccines internationally like you know, do you think that they ever get snippy at each other? Like, oh, I could probably do this better or, you know, either either angle that you play it from, there's, uh, I don't know. Do you think they find partners again? Like, do you think they find love again or do you think they just kind of fool around from here on out? I don't know. I, I don't know where it goes. I think Mackenzie's moved on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I know Jeff had already moved on. I think with her blessing to a certain extent, I don't think he was like, cheating cheating on her i think he was like 
they were separated and he had a new relationship forming. Um, I'm not really sure, but the, the Gates thing, I'm going to run this by you and this is going to sound, let me think about my words here. He strikes me as like a mail order bride type guy. Like, yeah, you know, like a very nice, you know, not even first generation Filipino woman would soon be by his side. Bill? That, yes, that's the kind of guy that he strikes me as sometimes. I don't know, man. I see him in that old Apple commercial where where they're playing the uh, stop me up. <laughs> Is that where they're stop all dancing? Up, I never stop. Yeah, and he's like, he's like fist pumping. I'm <laughs> I've like, seen so ah, many remixes he's, of he's that. He's got some life in him, bro. I don't know. I think I think he might. There might be more than meets the eye to him. Well, you know, I'm not really sure. I don't think he's cookie cutter. Just checking the boxes on a on a website. He could have on his website. Men with a god complex sometimes act out sexually in the same way where everybody else are just mere angels or even worse created mortals to service me essentially mm. i don't know if that runs in him or not yeah we know that it has in other prolific men yes where you know this is just the harvest of the world and i'm due the harvest and you just are in, almost entitled to whatever you're taking and being given mm -hmm. i don't know if that's bill I guess time will tell. We'll, we'll see. Or maybe we won't. I'm sure if he wants to keep anything secret in this world, he could. Absolutely. Yeah. It's pretty obvious that he has his thumb on the uh, the global pulse and, you know, has calls with, you know, leaders and, and folks that, you know, the president would be taking. Yeah. That's the, that, when you think about the amount of coordination, collaboration between just like ordinary affluent citizens and other countries you know other like you know they can enact change or coordination with other foreign entities on behalf of the united states like or, or be a ombudsman envoy to yeah. them like it's kind of like we don't have as much centralized communication power there as i think we do sometimes oh for or sure maybe those people are just tapped no i, th I think you're right coolio <laughs> <laughs> how's that chill sesh going on over there I, i'm you know just listening to you i like what you're having to say <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure the audience does too yeah you're trying to tickle their funny bones the type of diet a bird eats in the wild is directly related to the shape of a bird's beak imagine imagine okay <laughs> imagine having to change your diet around your nose yeah, well, I got a long, proportional nose, yeah. so I could eat a bunch of. But like, if it like hot jutted, dogs. if it like jutted in the way, so like if you had like pizza, you'd have to like, you know, it could get tiresome. I've always said that if we collected all of our fat on our foreheads, where we couldn't see anything anymore, we'd all be the proper weight. Wait, what? Hold on, slow down. If if you didn't gain weight in your gut or your butt or wherever you do it, and you just gained it all on your forehead. So your beer, your beer belly was on your forehead. Okay. And all of a sudden, oh no, I can't see anything because <laughs> my better, beer, my better, beer belly is better diet or workout. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Like if we collected all of our weight on our foreheads and you had mm. little, little fupas going on in your forehead and <laughs> be a forehead upper, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think that through. Um, if you carried your beer gut on your forehead and it inflicted or impeded yeah. your vision, 
all of us would be the appropriate way. Drooping down on your eyelids. Yep. Uh, no, I'm talking like you can't see because you have a yeah. gut hanging over your face. You gotta, you gotta flap it up. Yeah, you'd have to. And what if it's like 30, 40 pounds? You'd have to like curl it up like yeah. that. Actually, that's a great visual demo. And it makes you think about like the amount of excess weight you could, as a normal guy, you could have 50 pounds of excess weight mm -hmm. distributed nicely and people wouldn't really think too much about it. Yeah. If you had a 50 pound beer gut coming out of your forehead that you had to lift up to maintain eye contact You're with You're going to get some looks. Well, and plus you would have ripped arms because you'd be curling oh, a 50 pound. Could be worth it. Bro, I'll just strap on a headband and I'm good. <laughs> I got the ripped arms. <laughs> I just push that. I just hold that John up. <laughs> I'm chilling. Hey, I would take it. I would Man, take it. You work so hard at being so lazy. <laughs> <laughs> like retrofitted headband for my beer gut forehead. That's right. Just put a swim cap on. <laughs> 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 i just picture uh, you hanging upside down on the monkey bars with like your forehead the, belly flopping. like flopping you're like eyes are looking at me <laughs> you're like i can finally see <laughs> oh that's incredible uh, oh we need to make a short a short yeah that's got to be a comic or something <laughs> i was thinking more dramedy myself i was thinking we both die at the end <laughs> Just wrap these microphone cords around each other's necks and <laughs> man has it been an hour yet <laughs> Yo, how much longer we got on this thing i don't think it even has bro <laughs> Uh, all right, birds all right. this time. <laughs> uh, Dogecoin. All right. Dogecoin. How much you up? John um, showed me his like Coinbase portfolio. Bro, he on texted Saturday. me this week and like I didn't know like I, I didn't know if we should talk like I don't want to talk about somebody else's finances. He know? was like not trying to brag, but like look at this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, he showed me the screenshot. And so you know him better than I. I don't know. Like, but John's doing well. <laughs> screw john <laughs> no he's doing fine he like forexed his initial investment in yes. a very 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 short amount of time yeah man and i kept uh selling doge well okay let me start over so let's talk about doge first doge uh has hit or it hit 60 cents okay back in february when i bought in it was at three cents Alrighty, 30x mm -hmm. and so I have sold it multiple times and bought back in because um, I just did not believe in the power of people in meme culture. Um, like, I don't believe in this currency, but I keep making money from it. So I keep buying back in. It's funny how meme culture and Robin Hood and all of this stuff drove you into the culture. And then you see something like GameStop, you kind of get in on it, but it's almost mm -hmm. too good to be true to be replicated. Yeah. So you're not going to go all in on Dogecoin because you're like, ah, oh, I see the see the fingerprints here i see the pattern matching of like meme culture contributing yeah. to um desire for mm -hmm. an asset yes and then so elon musk uh tweeted out that he's the doge father and uh the price spiked up last week and it's been steadily rising since um and he's on saturday night live this weekend how many dogecoin snl skits do we get saturday 
You think we get multiple? It has to be referenced for sure. I, I, why is he going on there and how incredible of a time are we living in at the moment where, you know, the, the crossover between business icon, like businessmen, entrepreneur, icon, mm -hmm. creator, um, co-founder, celebrity. Yeah. Imagine having that much power to send out a tweet and then the price goes up like well, isn't he the richest man in the world? I believe, isn't he? Yeah, so yeah. when the richest man in the world says something about an up and coming um, you know, asset mm -hmm. or stock, yeah, uh, whatever you would call it. I thought in, uh it's a, isn't it illegal is it illegal to do that with actual stocks? Like I'm not talking cryptocurrency, but I thought if you tried to like sway people and tried to like game the market that way it was illegal. Could never prove it with meme culture. That's the thing. It's all a parody. It's all it's never attributable with real conviction or authenticity back to whoever. But uh, I don't know how this compares and contrasts with it being like a cryptocurrency. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, he's gotten in trouble with the governing bodies of, you know, the SEC and different mm -hmm. factions for a lot of different things. I mean, he got stock price dropped 9% when he smoked weed on Rogan. You know, he tweeted yeah. out, taking Tesla private at 420 billion or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> I think he got a call from the SEC that weekend. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you know what? My boy doesn't care. Yeah. He just does it. Yeah. Have you done any investing? Uh, no, but I did download coin Coinbase on yeah. uh, I mean, I have like your standard IRAs, mutual funds, some of mm -hmm. that stuff that I haven't as aggressively contributed to, but yeah. I'm getting to that point now after essentially replenishing myself after all those lean startup years, you know, mm -hmm. now all, all, all rungs are righted, so to speak, and, yeah. and then some, and I'm getting to that point where like, okay, like, should it be a house at the end of this lease or a more aggressive investment form? Mm -hmm. So I did download Coinbase after my conversation with John Yeah, and, um, I'm exploring more of those opportunities outside awesome. of my normal stuff. Yeah, I was talking with uh, Buff and Abroad, our uh, our homie Brock, and um, we were actually talking about Coinbase today because I had some questions uh, about Coinbase, Coinbase Pro, and Coinbase Wallet, and what the difference in all three apps were and stuff like that. But um, he's the one that got me to initially invest in Ethereum, and um, so I own almost three Ethereum coins now. And uh, looking to invest more because I, I feel like that is more legitimate than Dogecoin and could actually rival Bitcoin. It may never get as high, but I uh, definitely think it has a lot of room to grow. And I've already made a good chunk off of that. And so and then John had texted me earlier this week. He's like, bro, what do we do? <laughs> I was like, just just uh, just hold. Hold. Hold, hold boys. Hold. Yeah. No, that's what John had said. He said, "Hodel." Look at you becoming such a bro, such a fintech bro. Yeah, man. Who would have thought? You gonna start wearing vests? I might. Chad, <laughs> Brad, a bunch of Chads and Brads out in the park <laughs> having lunch. Bunch of Caesar wraps. <laughs> that's right. Right on, dude. Well, glad you're making big moves in the market. You're buying yeah. real estate. You're mm -hmm. investing in Dogecoin. You're like literally buying the, the most real thing and the most not real thing. <laughs> <laughs> On both ends of the spectrum, One will keep me warm. One's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, that's uh, laughter. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Jokes. Yeah, man. <laughs> love it. <laughs> freaking, oh my gosh. Freaking love it. Um, approximately seventy-five percent of wild birds live for less than a year. Good. The, I love hearing that. The larger the bird, the more likely it is to live. Ooh, that's freaky. <laughs> um, the large wandering albatross, for example, can live up to eighty years. Yo, if you were to cross an albatross and it had like a vendetta against you, it would be chasing you your whole life. You know, it would. It'd be like, I heard about you from my ancestors. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact, an albatross is also a double eagle on the golf course. Oh, yeah? It's a, a bird that I'll never see on the golf course because <laughs> I've never even seen an eagle. I have made birdies, folks. Yeah? Chirp, chirp. Have yet to make an eagle. Why didn't they make a hole in one a bird name? <laughs> I don't know. It, it seems like I mean, they started from the top and they're like, well, it, can't, can't think of any more it cool be birds. Multiple things. Like, technically, a hole in one on a par three is an eagle. Uh, yeah, but par. that's like. So it's an albatross. Yeah. No, it's not an albatross. That would be like, whatever. Figures that I'm, I'm never talking about seen. the higher pars. I track my golf rounds by how many pars I made. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I made ten pars. Good day. <laughs> the rest of the holes, don't worry about. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about it. We lost those balls <laughs> and rule books. <laughs> my dad texted me. He's like, "Hey, I played and I only lost five balls." <laughs> I was like, "Wow, you're getting a lot better." Yeah, <laughs> he he can keep it in the fairway though. Yeah, yeah. He's got. A lot of times the the guys that go out, especially I don't want to put them in a category with 60, 70 year old golfers, but mm -hmm. 50, 60 year old golfers, you know, you start to adopt the the old man swing. Like that's mm -hmm. I play old man golf all the time. That's when I usually shoot well. Yeah. You know, you just kind of get up there and you don't think overthink it. You're just yeah. like, hey, I bring the club back, I hit the ball, like, you know, you're not going for distance. When he plays like that, he beats me, you know? Fun it's all about the fundamentals. All about the fundamentals. Yeah. It's whenever I try to go all full, full swing. Yeah. Full backswing. I mess with myself. So I've, I've adopted new routines where Pat Perez says, start a hundred yards out from the hole. Like all of the incremental gains that you're going to have in your game are there. You know, you're going to get it there. You might hit it 30 yards wide either way, but you know, you're going to get there in three typically. Mm -hmm. So just go ahead and choke up on, you know, the, pitch and wedge the sand wedge the putter and like understand that you're working your way out from the hole so now i've started to like putt first and then i'll go to the chipping uh green and i'll just kind of like start doing bump and runs and like little half cock swings and like kind of get my feel mm -hmm. and then i'll go out to the real range and target the closest pins and target spins stances all sorts of stuff and then i'll pull out the big clubs for the longer stuff later Hmm. Oh, okay. And it used and to be, I would go out there and be like, yeah, you know, I'm wanting distance and you start like, you know, even if I was starting with a wedge on the course uh, or on the um, driving range, it was, you know, let's see how far I can get this. And then I'm going to progressively go up and club yeah. and launch it. But the whole, it doesn't distinguish between the handwork and all of this stuff that you're doing. It's a different grip. Mm -hmm. When you're just like trying to bomb it straight out at a driving range versus playing utilitarian hole based golf. Yeah. 
Um, more strategic. One of the fun facts tying it back to your bird stuff is, you know, you're technically supposed to hold the club as though you were holding it with the security of a baby bird in between Mm. your hands. Like you need to form a barrier around it and have a good grasp, but also the, the give and take of as though there were a live baby bird on the shaft. Yeah. It's like handling an egg. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like that full circle. Nice job, bro. Yeah. Um, don't call it like bird stuff though. Like I feel like it's been, I, I feel like it's been more bird facts. Yeah. Like let's put a little bit more legitimacy to it. Bird bull. (laughs) (laughs) Um, hold on. I found a, Oh yeah. The name Melissa is derived from the Greek word for honeybee. What is the word Karen derived from? I know I have no idea. Don't have that. I don't have a I don't have Karen facts. I love that that meme is making its way around again where it's like, uh, how does your hair just start naturally growing like this when you never leave the town that you went to high school <laughs> in? It's like the total hair Karen haircut. That's great. I need to see that. <laughs> like the chili bowl layered situation. I need kind to of see a weird that. bob cut. Mm-hmm. Enough birds and bees for number sixty nine, buddy. I think we did it justice. Yo. I think we learned. I think we sat here. We laughed. We um, certainly did. And we certainly learned more. All right. Well, Michael will hate it, but hope <laughs> the rest of the tots don't. They're going to love it, man. I know we, we tickled Dylan's funny bone as he's driving on. And Cam got some good laughs. I know he's super excited about J. Cole coming out. We probably had our mom shaking their heads. I saw he was at the mansion. Yeah, he he texted me. He's like, "Bro, we're going to the mansion for our, our uh, anniversary." He's like, "How was that menu?" And so I, I gave him some wrecks. But yeah, I saw him and I was like, "Okay, yeah, they're all awesome. Right. Love them." Shout out to all the tots. Got a lot of good feedback. Heard from some not new listeners, but people that I didn't know listen. So yeah. over the weekend uh, for Gavin's wedding, I was talking to Lee, and apparently she listens. She told me that a while back. Yeah, but. I, I talked to her the other day and she was saying, no, like I, when I started listening, like I've been listening. Yeah. Shout out Lee. It was great to see you. I love you. We've got, I had several of those interactions where it was like, you know, people that I hadn't connected with in a long time that were like, oh yeah, I, mm-hmm. I listen. Like, I was kind of like, oh, kind of sheepish. <laughs> means a lot, man. You know a lot more about me than I know about you. Seriously. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Scary. Airing out all of our clean laundry. <laughs> no dirty laundry around here. And with that, uh, I'm fresh out of uh, fresh out of drive here. Yeah, I think it was a solid episode, man. It's great to see your lovely face. Good to see you, man. Thanks for allowing me to just kick back and kind of chill. I, I really am just, uh, I'm looking forward to the school year being over. And we got more events coming up this weekend. We have our gymnastics. Um, home show this weekend um i have a lock-in with our sophomores coming up uh, because i'm the sophomore sponsor and they want to have a lock-in so we're going to be doing that we've got graduation coming then my master's classes and so we're just gonna kind of keep on rolling but I'm, i'm doing my best to um not be stressed so this is why you find me in a little lax lax mood today you're living your best life. Yeah. Uh, this weekend, I think I've got golf with Gabriel, um, coworker. Okay. Uh, at maybe at Cheryl Park uh, on Saturday. Got some good golf matches coming up that I got to get ready for. So looking forward to that. And then 
uh, Sunday is Mother's Day, I believe. And so mm-hmm. uh, not uh, not excuse me, getting excited again. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, neither my mom, dad, nor myself have been to the new stadium. Uh, for Texas Rangers. And that's, nice. That's my mom's lifeblood right I'm there. I'm going in two weeks. She's been so dis- dismayed with the repackaging of the distribution rights for TV for like Rangers, Mavs, like some yes. of that stuff. Like, hate it. Jan, I am with you. She's had to. It's ridiculous. She's literally had to go through like, like I called her one time and she had just said, oh, the guy just left. He just installed this thing. Now we've got like 16 remotes again because we had to get this one thing to, you know, and it, it's so true. Like as all these platforms fragment like Disney plus you got to get Disney plus for this and yeah. Paramount plus for that and Peacock plus for that. And well, everybody like all these, I know we're about to sign off, but um, I know so I'm not going to go on a huge tangent, but all these streaming services are realized that what they have is valuable. And so they're not loaning it out to these Netflixes or uh, right. these different corporations anymore. They're, they're getting their things back. So I think it's going to revert back to everybody owning their own stuff. I don't know. Yeah, it's just uh, they're like, why, why just produce when we could distribute too? Yeah, um, for all of our stuff, all our entire library. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so she's been through hell and back trying to just get access to watch the Rangers and hadn't been to the new stadium. I haven't been in the new stadium. I've been looking forward to visiting that stadium, whether we, you know, lost by the run rule or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so got really, really good tickets right behind home plate to go out there on Mother's Day, which is. We've traditionally done that as many times as we can, but this time is going to be even better because it will not be out in that old ballpark without yes, air circulation. Yes, love that for you all. So really looking forward to just laying eyes on the new spectacle. And um, yeah, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. So looking forward to that. And Awesome, man. I will catch you guys up on that the next time that me and Mr. B-Rad get together. Yes. Uh, again, thank you for listening, Tots. Happy Mother's Day to all you mamas out there. Um, and we will catch you up next week. Peace out.